the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Joining me now, Chris Siaccia, tech editor with thestreet.com. Great website with all sorts of content for people to chew on that really does everything financial. Chris, Apple released an operating system update yesterday. Uh, Mover and shaker or just... A little bit better. As with all things that Apple does with its uh, OSs, it's always just a little bit better. It's not going to be anything that's you know really game changing, but it'll continue to make you know your life a little bit easier. And that's something that Apple is always increasingly focused on: is making things easier and easier to use. This way, people continue to buy iPhones and iPads, and you know. I've played around with it, you know, for the past 24 hours or so. I've already found that it's made my life, you know, a little bit easier, and I suspect, you know, that other users will as well. Yeah, I, too, uh, jumped online yesterday about 11 o'clock, our time, uh, 11 in the morning our time, and uh, had to wait, had to wait a little bit because they're having some issues, but then got it up, got it going, it was easy. Didn't really notice much of a change. I've been told longer battery life, um... Everything looks a little more polished. Everything looks a little faster, but uh, no super feature that's a, a killer must-have, is there? The thing that I, I'm particularly interested in, I guess maybe that's just because I'm a journalist, is the Apple News app. You, you're kind of put, you know, I think it's close to or more than 50 news partners now that have partnered with Apple to, to put all their content in the app. Uh, and we'll see how the business model for that continues to develop over time. But I think that's something that I think people are going to find interesting. And, you know, considering that we all read on our phones and tablets, I think that's something that, you know, will continue to show increased engagement over time. Um, and and you know, the updates to Siri now I, I think are, you know, a little bit more um, interesting than what we've seen in the past. Now it can make, you know, recommendations you know, for app usage based off time of day, uh, the it's essentially always on, so it doesn't need to be plugged in to say, "Hey Siri," and you don't have to hit the button. So I think there, and I think you know, by having a proactive Siri and the news app, I think those are things that are, you know, incrementally better than what we saw on iOS 8, and I think you know, it just shows that Apple is not done innovating in any way, shape, or form. Okay. Um, the news app, I'm just taking a look at it, that one right now, and that did get some pretty nice reception because it's got New York Times, Wall Street Journal, uh, BuzzFeed. It's got things that we actually use. Is is that Apple making kind of an advertising play? Are they 
you think it'll go down to subscription down the road for these this content? Because that's some pretty good content, the Wall Street Journal and, and New York Times. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Apple does have a small advertising division. I think last year's revenue was, you know, like around $500 million or so. So it's a drop in the bucket for Apple. Um, but I think, you know, it'll help the publishers in the sense that, okay, all the content is located in one place, you know, similar to something like a Flipboard, um, but given the fact that there are hundreds of millions of people who use iDevices, you know, if you're looking for that content, you don't have to go to seven or eight different websites uh, or, you know, or how many you use it, and it's all right there, laid out, polished for you. And Apple is going to have a revenue split with, with the, the publishers for ads. So I, I don't think it's something that's going to, you know, Apple is going to be, you know, really dominant in the advertising space. That's never been their their game. I think it's more of just about people being sticky on iOS and continuing to buy iDevices. Speaking with Chris Siaccio, tech editor of thestreet.com. He's been covering Apple pretty closely in the past couple of weeks with the rollout of the new phones. Now with the rollout of the new software, one of the things they did mention, I think it was last week, Chris, was that they have a new business model coming down the road. Um, and you've recently wrote a piece about it, you know, basically the iPhone as a service business. Um, and it's a pretty big bet. This is a, this is one of those things where if you want to wow out of Apple, no one, you know, oohed and odd, but the news is a pretty big trillion-dollar play. Yeah, initially when they announced it, I kind of glossed over it um, just because I was simply focused on the products that they were announced. But the more I thought about it, the more I realized that this really is a significant thing for them because they become less focused on sales in any quarter, and it's more about just kind of smoothing out revenue over time. And that's something that investors, I think, are going to be exceptionally you know, happy with. And I think you've already started to see some of that, you know, baked into the stock price, you know, over the past week or so since the announcement, you know, the shares are up, you know, I think roughly around 5 or 6% uh, since the iPhone announcement, which generally, you know, shares kind of like trail off a little bit after the announcement, but then, you, you know, they'll see a month or two months down the line, they'll rise a little bit, not to the extent that we've seen so far. So I think investors are already starting to realize that this is less about, okay, however many iPhones we sell in a quarter, and it's more about, okay, how much money can we actually make in a quarter and how much cash flow we can have in a quarter. And I think that's something that Apple and investors are going to be pleased with going in the future. To give uh, our listeners a little more color, basically Apple's created a way for people to finance their iPhones by creating a lease program called the Apple Upgrade Program, which turns Apple into like a bond-like source of cash. Uh, consumers would agree to pay $32 a month for a 16-gigabit phone. They get the latest phone. They get the warranty. They get the right to upgrade to the latest handset in a year. Um, pretty cool as far as a, a innovative way to get people even hooked into their ecosystem with a car payment, with a house payment, with a phone payment. I like it. Yeah, I, I think that's something that, you know, as Apple continues to, to figure out new ways to sell more iPhones, it's not just going to be about, you know, the latest and greatest iPhone and causing people, you know, millions of people to, to rush out to upgrade. I mean, investors will obviously still always focus on that, but I think over time we'll continue to see more and more focus on, okay, Apple really is this giant cash cow 
And, you know, subscription businesses, you know, like I mentioned in the piece, like Salesforce or Workday, they're given higher earnings multiples because investors have some visibility on what they can generate in revenue and cash flow. And I think that's something that's always kind of been like the bear case for Apple. It's like, okay, well, what have you done for me lately? And I think that Apple is going to show that, okay, bears, you know, people love our phones, people love our devices, and now we're really going to show just how strong and powerful this business is. And I think that's going to, you know, cause some serious upside in shares. Anything else that we need to know about Apple at this point in time? You know, I thought it was interesting that Tim Cook went on uh, the Late Show with Stephen Colbert uh, earlier in the week, and Colbert asked about the car, and Tim did not, you know, categorically deny it. So I think, you know, given the fact that we've seen, you know, a whole bunch of reports and rumors and speculation around the Apple car and the fact that Tim was on Colbert earlier in the week, and the week before they made an Apple car joke at the event, I think only adds fuel and speculation to the fire that Apple eventually will come out with its own car. How about Apple's uh, focusing on a car? Would it still be wise to develop their own, or should they try to make some sort of partnership with someone like a Tesla? You know, people have bandied out for years that Apple should buy Tesla, and I know that there were conversations between Apple's head of M&A and Elon Musk. Nothing ever came of that, and who knows whether it was Apple actually, you know, buying Tesla or maybe – you know, potentially partnering with Tesla's Gigafactory or maybe just, you know, a quick coffee chat just to say hello. It's anybody's guess, you know, what actually took place in that conversation. But I think Apple, given the fact that they have generally like to do things their own way, they'll go out and they'll buy some small things that, you know, or, you know, where maybe they don't have some expertise and bring in some of the experts and best people in the world. But I think Apple eventually probably just, you know, goes out and builds their own car. Would the margins be good enough in a car? Because manufacturing is not sexy currently in the car industry as far as profit margins go. And one of the reasons to love Apple is those health, healthy margins. It seems like it would dampen business as far as margins goes. I think part of the reason why margins in the auto industry are so thin, you know, when you take a look at companies like GM or, or Ford, is that a lot of what that goes into the car, GM and Ford aren't producing. So if you take a look at Tesla's margins, Tesla's margins are fairly high. I think they're roughly around 25%, you know, give or take a couple of points. And that's because a lot of what they do, they do in-house, and that allows them to keep costs, um, you know, constrained. And in that case, I think, you know, Apple really is, you know, the best at maximizing and squeezing every dollar out and having high margins. So I suspect that if Apple didn't think it was, you know, accretive and beneficial for them, they wouldn't do it. Thanks very much. It's Chris Siaccia with thestreet.com. He is the tech editor. Good website, lots of content, lots of stories, um, a lot of opinion pieces. Uh, I, I highly endorse getting as educated as you can. Um, and kind of get a good feel for what's going on out there. 
800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. And if you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.